Alright, alright, all right, it's your boy, Successful Bless. You know, we back on the podcast. Uh, I don't do this for nothing. I got my brother right here. We on, uh, he over the Zoom right now in the video. So we're going to try something different this episode, man. So introduce yourself, brother. Y'all already know, man. Swile Sound. You know, King City. We back after it again, man. Brand new week, brand new feeling, brand new enlightenment. Got going on. Right, right. We don't do this for nothing. I don't do this for nothing podcast, y'all. So, man, how you been? <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful man. Right, right, right. Right, 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 right. Me too, man. I've been great, man. Uh we've been great, man. So we're gonna jump right into it, man. We're gonna start off with uh first of all, this is a uh episode six. Uh we're gonna uh start remember we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna jump right into it. Episode six, man. Um start off with COVID nineteen. COVID nineteen is still going on. Uh in our city in Philadelphia, they extended it. It was supposed to be back open, but they extended it to June, uh, which is like another month. Um, so I feel like COVID nineteen is still going on. What you think about it? What you think about it? All the stuff going on. Um, <laughs> yeah, they definitely extended it until I believe it was like June eighth. Yeah. Um, and in the middle of everything, we got protesters involved and stuff like that. Uh, I, I just think that some people should really take it easy and not make it, you know, worse for yourself. Just do what you got to do. Uh, go by the orders the best way you can because they're going to keep extending this thing. I, I don't hope so, but they're going to keep extending this thing until, like, until we see fit. Until they see fit to be like, all right, cool, this is what it's going to be. So, you know, hopefully it doesn't drag too much into the summer, but there was a few predictions that it was going to go into the summer when it first started. Like when it first started back in like late March, early April, it was a few predictions. <laughs> it was a few predictions that it was gonna go into the summer, so Yeah, uh, they, they were definitely talking about um when a when the weather warm up and stuff like that, it was gonna like make it make the virus not uh survive in the summertime and stuff like that. And um yeah, man, um we were touching on like uh in the midst of the COVID nineteen, like last episode, how people like was um, like sort of like, you know, connections and stuff like that. We was talking about like um, yeah. how it's gonna mess up. Like you were talking about earlier, how it's gonna mess up uh, uh, relationships and just like connections to people and just you know dividing people and stuff like that. And uh, that's how I really feel. I feel like it's still going on, but in the midst of it, it's like it's dividing people. Like. The most important thing that uh, we can't really do right now is um, go see our fan members, go hug people, go talk to people, and get close to people. Cause like that's like our whole thing of existence of being humans and stuff like that. Like you, like you was talking about that, right? Remember? Yeah, I, I just think it was one of those things where I, you know, people don't know how vital like hugs are when it comes to hugs, when it comes to like you know, um, you know kissing and that you love and stuff like that. All that stuff is kinetic energy that the human capacity, I want to say valuable. You know, because when you when you, when you hug somebody, it's a type of energy. You hug somebody, people don't know that hugging people release a positive kinetic, a, a positive kinetic energy, um, uh, especially if you have good intent. Um, hugging also releases like, you know, uh, you know, chemicals that can reduce blood pressure and stuff like that. So if everybody's mm-hmm. separated and everybody's stressed, so 
research I was doing with that, you know, hugs and stuff like that, it just makes it just makes life I feel like it's like, like, you know, reassuring. Yeah, so it makes like to add on what you're saying, it definitely makes like because people don't understand that part of the connected, the kinetic energy, that part of it. Like people always forget it, that that's a part of our aura, that's part of who we are, and like we need to hug people. Like you said, when we hug somebody, it relieves it relieves stress. You feel better when you when you when you uh hugging somebody, and uh, it just relieves a lot of stuff, man. You might be going through a whole lot. You might be and and it, it, it relieve it's connected to mental health. I feel like I just want like people to forget about like hugging people that's important and stuff like that and i also want to touch on like because that's definitely important that people i want y'all to understand that's really important but i would definitely want to talk about this interview that i've seen on that's going around on um, um instagram this lady she like a nurse or something like that and she was saying like how hospitals in new york a lot of people was dying and um they really couldn't help them she was like crying in a video they really couldn't help her they really couldn't help a lot of patients she's seen a lot of patients die mainly like a lot of black people was dying um, it's just like a weird pandemic, a weird time that we're going through, bro. I just feel like, you know, um, for people out there listening to us, man, just clear your head, stay clear your head, stay healthy. Just try to stay positive and do the best you can. And just like we talked about, you know, try to, you know, even if they say to not hug your family members, but just try to like hug your family members, man, because there's a lot of stuff that's going on. Um, go ahead, bro. I got you. I believe there's a lot of separation going on with that. Um, even in my opinion, you know, if it comes to people who might be single, you know, people who are like, uh, like newly dating, you know, people got a virtual date. I've seen like, um, I also see the topic of like virtual weddings and stuff like that. People have to sacrifice their day of their dreams to like go virtual. Now, while some, I'm gonna just split it. Now, while some is calling it safe. That could be a disaster for the other half of the people because some people are really people's people, so they gotta be around and hugged and cherish every moment. While some people are totally okay with everything being virtual. Yeah. Um. I see both sides as far as safety and what the government guidelines is, but I think to all the people out there, honestly, but really can't forget. As I said previously, you really can't forget the human. Yeah. We don't want this to draw a wedge. We was already kind of doing our own thing as people enough. You know, we don't we don't need really humans by that. We already have, you know, animals in different categories and stuff doing their thing. So we don't really need humans divided too much because then it stops um, you know, reproduction. It stops later, it stops reproduction. We don't want it to get to that point, but we gotta look at all the vital points to where those one side is COVID, you want to stay safe, stay home, but then the other side is, you know, hugs and, and, and handshakes and all this stuff, that energy that is vital to people. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, you know, that's, I mean, that's just my opinion. That's definitely, that's definitely the downside of this shit, like you said, because like, a lot of people can graduate this year, um, a lot of people can't do a lot of stuff, um, because because like you said, a lot of people going virtual, especially like you said, especially people that's, that's dating right now and they got to do everything virtual. Like people who are really people person that need to be around people like that, they, it's like really hurting a lot of people like that, man. And um, a lot of people, like I said, a lot of people messing up um, high school. They can't graduate their proms. Like a lot of little events that you need to be around people with. Not just for like yeah, that's that's another thing. Um, so. Um, 
we're gonna kind of finish up. That's anything else you want to talk about? This. Like a quick second, I lost connection, but I'm good now, though. Yeah, so um, that's probably it on the COVID nineteen. Like we said, like yeah, um, there's a lot of virtual shit going on. Virtual people got can't graduate, they can't do a lot of stuff. So. Oh yeah, definitely. I'm sorry about that. Graduations too. Yeah. Please don't forget to be human and still, you know, be safe out there, but still connect with your family. Still, you, you can still go see your family. You can still go see them. It, it could be like one person at a time. Y'all want to be safe and be one person at a time. You got to go hug your family, go love them and kiss on them. Especially if you got little babies, little kids and stuff like that. You got to you gotta love your kids and be around them. Your niece and your nephew and stuff like that. So we're going to finish off this topic because um, we're going to you know, come back to this topic because we're going to update y'all on COVID-19 and stuff like that. So, um next topic man uh <laughs> the next topic is six nine six nine oh takashi six nine daniel aka daniel hernandez <laughs> <laughs> if y'all don't know last night not last night last y- yesterday yesterday afternoon six nine uh six nine been out for like a, a month now uh he just dropped a live on Instagram live uh, 3 p.m. yesterday he dropped a video he was talking about a bunch of stuff and all this different like that I'm gonna let you go first bro when you've seen it <laughs> all right when I first see this video I'm like okay well this nigga's obviously stupid that's my opinion uh, it was, my thing was as I was reading the comments there were some people that said he had a vital point on why he did what he did but to me as part of the human matter, it's all it's all like contradicting honestly. He, he was saying in the video like, okay, well, at the end of the day, why should I be loyal to y'all? At the end of the day, y'all did all this to me, so why should I be loyal to y'all and follow the street code all of a sudden? He was saying like, okay, the street code didn't matter when I was looking out for niggas, giving them money. Uh, they was speaking with my baby moms and I'm doing stuff for them. Street code didn't matter when he was doing stuff for them. I guess when it flipped and it was time to tell on everybody, he was just like, fuck it, I'm gonna just tell on everybody and it was what it was. I mean, yeah, I can't agree or, I, I've never been in his shoes, so I can't agree or disagree with what he is saying, but, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I, I just think unfortunately that stuff like that is gonna be, stuff like that is gonna be forgiven. Yeah. Stuff like that is going to be like, all right, well, you know, it's cool. I understand what he's saying. You know, you got to feed his family because it goes back to feeding your family and doing all this. And he said he was doing tour while he was sleeping with his baby mom. But I think all this stuff you knew. At the end of the day, you knew all this stuff. You knew all of this. I turned, I turned a blind eye to it, but you knew all of this stuff. So I. I think he was going to snitch ahead of time. Yeah. Ahead of time, he was like, yeah. Yeah, right. right. For real, to add on what you're saying, because I did watch it yesterday, and I did get, like, other people pointing the view because I had other people around me, and I was watching different videos. And, um, like you said, I definitely get what he's saying, 
I don't agree with everything he's saying, but I get his side of the story. But I also get the downside of the fact that the video that she was, the lyrics in the video, the lyrics to the video that you dropped, to the song that you dropped, it was just like, you was kind of like teasing people. He was like, Nan in the booboo. Yeah, when he, when he got on the live, he had handcuffs and he was like, he was just like taunting people, bro. I, I, I didn't like that. I, I don't like the fact that he was like saying, aha, like, yeah, like saying, aha, Nan in the booboo. Like, you can't rub it in. Like, rats don't really rub it in. Niggas who rat and stuff like that, they don't really rub it in. They, they Most rats go do their thing or people who snitch, they go hide out or they just go have a new life. Like, like you said, I understand. Like, I understand that you said that people were sleeping with your baby mom. Like, like you said, you 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 had you had signs that this this is happening. That was this was going on. You you didn't know you you wasn't totally blind to what was going on with your baby mom. What was going on with the people that you was around? Because this is the people that you was been around for for like two or three years. So you you kind of know and seen signs of these people doing certain stuff. And you can't you got to look at the downside, Takashi. That the fact that you put people away for 15 years and you was a part of you was a part of most of these crimes like you 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 snitched on people that you told to go shoot at somebody you, you was a part of most of this stuff and um and you really just gotta apologize to the kids apologize to these people's families and stuff like that like you get it like the street like you said the street code and all the stuff like that i don't really buy by we, we we men we, I, we got our own code and um me and you bro we we, we I'm not, i don't really go by the street code and stuff like that but like um the downside of Takashi, you were just you you you, just, you were just like nan and booboo throwing in people's face. It was like it was like really disrespectful. You was talking about if he came out with the music and the music the music video was just like totally different and it was like the song was something about totally different, but the, the you can tell that it's still affecting him, that he's still thinking about it, that it still hurts him that you still a little salty off this shit because the, the the lyrics in the video to what you were saying he was talking about like yeah this and that and such such my yeah you ain't even really had to rap that you could have just rapped something else you ain't really had to rap that yo they did this and like you like yo you kind of like being disrespectful bro like it's not like these people like lost their life people got 15 years people that you of course you took care of these people but like it wasn't like you know what i'm saying it wasn't like these people already had connections before you they already had their life before you of course you put them on and stuff like that they robbed you but you you knew what you was getting into you knew everything you knew all this stuff man you knew so that's how that i feel was more so like no, that doesn't i could i kind of agree with that that makes sense that was more so like like you said taunting and it's like i wasn't about to say yeah, he going back to his old going back to his old trolling way yeah whatever he whatever he can whatever he can whatever topic troll off of he'll do that I mean, you, you can say I'm sorry in the video and do all this, you know, but I don't think I did anything wrong. And at the same time, you saying sorry, yeah. Yeah. It's more trolling. That's yeah, like what are you good at? Yeah, it's like when you were trolling back then, a majority of the people kind of believed you a little bit because we didn't we didn't yet determine to see how you really was. <laughs> we we kind of knew that you wasn't really about that life. But when you was trolling back then, it was kind of like you had people around that. All right, cool. Maybe this is kind of like a little real, a little bit. It was, it was, it was perceived to be real at that time when he was trolling. But now he trolling now that you don't got nobody backing you. It looks weird. It looks like a, a a kid that's with with the feds and they just saying man in the booboo like you behind the feds. Like you shoot me, shoot me. It's like it's like you teasing the people and like you kind of give people. You don't even know. You kind of get. 
you getting people riled up for no reason who the who's being part of this stuff like people who was who famous was affected and stuff you don't even know if they families out there are still involved in the streets you don't even know that so don't don't get people riled up and get people and put yourself in a position to where though now you gotta now you gotta you, you back and you back into the same predicament I just want you. I just want Takashi. Before we end it, I want to end it off on this. Takashi, man, tell these little kids that the gangster shit ain't cool. That everything that you did was a lie. That you're not really a blood. That none of this shit is really real. And tell a kid that you wasn't really a part of none of this shit, man. That, that's none of this shit is cool. Blame the blood ain't cool or nothing like that. And just tell these kids that this shit is corny, man. That's how I feel about Takashi shit. The shit was corny. Stop snitching. Stop. Stop fucking um, teasing people who got life, who got years, and people that you got locked up. Don't be trying to do it. That's that's not that's not that's not cool. Exactly. That that's the message at the end of the day. I mean, we can we can pick sides on the snitching and all that, but at the end of the day, being locked up ain't cool. Um, it's a certain people's discretion. Being part of a gang ain't it. Getting locked up ain't it. None of that stuff is really it at the end of the day. Because then you got it. You won't have to answer to it in some type of way. Like it, it just doesn't it, it doesn't really go like like blank like you got you get into a game you gotta gotta answer with death you gotta answer with jail definitely or you gotta answer with or you gotta answer to the people that you're around because they they not gonna take certain things or certain yeah then you gotta live with it then you gotta live it with yourself exactly so we gonna end it right there on Sakashi exactly at the end thing none of that ain't cool like None of that's cool. So y'all look at Takashi, y'all look at all this stuff, but none of that, none of that shit is cool anyway. So yeah, so we're gonna go right to the next topic. Um, last week we were talking about the Mad Um story. Um, oh, we yeah. kind of touched on it a little bit. Um, last week because we really, really had the full details of what's going on. Plus, it's still like an ongoing thing. Um, I was under the depression last week that it happened last week. But when I found out the research that it actually happened February 23rd, 2020, and I was really, really shocked. Like, wow, this happened like two months ago. The way they was talking about it, you thought it, you thought it would happen like that that week that we found out. So, um, Ahmad Abiri, people don't know that Ahmad Abiri was running somewhere um, in Georgia. I'm not sure um, exactly what part of Georgia, but it was somewhere in Georgia. Um, he was jogging somewhere, and uh, these two guys, uh, Gregory and Travis McMichael followed him, um, waited till he was, you know, somewhere and um, stopped him. And he got into a conversation, uh, com- um, confrontation, and whereas though uh, Ahmad got shot and killed. And uh, this is very tragic and it's very weird. Um, just the whole story just weird, man. So I'm gonna let you get your thoughts on it if I get my thoughts on it. Um. Unfortunately, there's another black killing in the, in the another black killing in the black community by uh, unfortunately white Caucasian people, and it seems like it's not stopping at the cops now because it used to be white cops, you know, killing black men, but now it's like you know you got white men who have no title or order, they just killing black people as well. Um, just another sign that black people really have to start coming together for something differently um, in my opinion so people don't think that they can just infiltrate and just keep doing this definitely I mean you, 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 you can go back to slavery you can go back to all of days but none of that means anything people out there especially the black people 
listening. None of it really means nothing until we come together. And coming together really don't mean violence or anything against any other race. Doesn't mean it's racism. Being able to, yeah, like it's, 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 it's not to demonstrate racism. It's just more sort of understand that we are together in this and you can't stop us as long as we are together. So, you know, Definitely. That's, that's something that really has to be, that's something that really has to be demonstrated in the black community. It has to be demonstrated very often in the black community. I mean, we have people who are, they have small separate groups and they do different things, but we need the thousands of people that we needed back then. You know, we come together for hookah, come together for going to the bar, come together for the cookouts and quote unquote action, seeing who all there and all that type of stuff. It can go deep in the black community and there's more and more stuff that drives separation. I was looking at an Instagram meme the other day and it said, you know, black people was good for saying, oh, who all there before they show up? Yeah. <laughs> which, I, which I get. Like, it's like, who all there? And then we just showed up and we was from a big group. Why does it matter who's there now? Back yeah. then, we just all came together, no matter how small or big the group was. We all did. didn't matter who was there at one point in time. Yeah. So my point by thinking that is, that when we go to a protest, we're going to ask who all there, who, who out there protesting. Let me see if I know anybody. Let me see if it's somebody familiar. Yeah, for real. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what the hell? Like, I know we're talking about, you know, um, Aubrey, but I was more so, like, just behind all this is still bringing black people together. But this is why, you know, as you told me a long time ago, bro, this is why so many people have places in their head where they can feel like it's okay to attack this person because nobody gonna do nothing anyway. Yeah. So, I mean, as stuff goes on more and more, now I understand that, you know, I understood it back then too, but now I understand it more. And I'm just saying it, we all can say, you know, black power, it gotta stop. And Black Lives Matter. <laughs> Real. Every city gotta start really taking big stands with it, like every city. That's definitely a great I don't know point. when it's gonna start, but you know, I don't know. Like, they, they just. I feel you, brother. Sad. The separation is bad. That's definitely a great point. I definitely agree with everything you said because I feel the same exact way. I feel like we need to stick together before stuff like this happen. Um, uh, I just feel like it's like an ongoing thing. Like you said, it, it started out with the cops. We was getting killed by the cops for like years now. Now it's starting to become like ordinary citizens is getting killing people. Like, cause this is a part of a this is called so-called a citizens arrest with Ahmad Aubrey or Aubrey. I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Everybody pronounces his last name differently. It's Aubrey, Airberry, Aubrey. But like, um, yeah. Now it was part. Of, it was it was part of a citizens arrest, and they it took these people, man, so long to get locked up. Um, they say two days ago they had got locked up, but they had also had got released. And um, another new detail that came up in the case: the fact that uh, a third person that was that was doing the video, because the video that had the video. They saying he was a part of it. He was chasing down um, Ahmad too as well. Um, like you said, y'all people don't know these people's names. Like Gregory and Travis McMichael. They had got locked up and um, they had got released and stuff like that too as well. And um, the case is still going on. Uh, there's a lot of stuff going on. I actually want to touch on um, 
another shooting that happened in Indianapolis. Um, Sean Bell. Sean Bell, man. Oh man, guy got uh shot, fatally shot by the police. Um, they said he had a weapon. He was on Facebook Live. What was weirdest stuff? He was first. He was I think he was running from the cops, and he was like, "Yo, he was on Facebook Live, like, yo, they gonna catch me stuff like that. Yo, I don't know." And um, he was driving for like ten minutes on Facebook Live, talking to the people. Um, then that's when he pulled over. When he pulled over, um, he started running. I don't know. I, I can't really see because it's, it's on Facebook Live. I don't know if he had a gun or not, but I heard the cops say, "Hey, freeze!" And I think he got tased first. Then I heard a couple shots. Even if still that that the case that happened, um, I just feel like the cops overkilled this guy. They shot him over like thirteen times. Like they shot this guy so many different times. Um, he was a part of. He was he was definitely in the military. Uh, the army guy, like two thousand seventeen. Um, they overkilled him. I just feel like they shot him too many times. And as well, I just feel like black people, black men, we gotta stop giving these cops and these people re reason for us to get killed, killing us. Um, that too as well. So, what's your thoughts on this, bro? The guy Sean Bell in, in Indianapolis. I think it's like the same thing as with the uh, Aubrey case. It's like it's not the same thing, but it's just the statement behind it coming together as black individuals. Like you said, you gotta stop giving them a reason to even want to kill us. Like you gotta stop doing that. Now, you might have some people that say, "Okay, well." complied and he still got killed but that's unfortunately like very rare that's not always the thing it's just half of the reason out here we want to say half because the other half of black men getting killed by cops they were compliant and women they were compliant and listening but the cop was just fear mm -hmm. um we have to understand who we are as black men as black men we create whether people like it or want to admit it or not, we create a mass fear. So definitely, you, you, you got these white cops. They have no. First of all, they have no experience with people. They've been around their families since they was eighteen. They get drafted. Now they get not drafted. That's the army. I'm sorry. They get pulled in yeah. by the first available slot. And these white men, they have no experience with black people at all. Definitely. Now, they, they, you know, they got some. They, they got some cops. You know, they show a little decent clip. And the cop help with somebody. That's cool. But these black, these a lot of these white male cops, they have no experience with black men. They're 18, 19 years old. They get drafted. They, they, they come out. What's that? Straight out of the academy. I'm sorry, the academy. Yeah. They come straight out the police academy, and I believe that they're just taught to handle black men differently. I'm not going to stay there and talk to Till because that's not every cop. That's not every situation because you still got the higher power at the end of the day. But I believe that most of these cops, they come straight out of high school, go to the academy, and they just learn how to just handle black men differently. And because we don't know what they're taught, we just have to arm ourselves with not only guns, but education of the law. So it is not a confrontation every time. Now, some things are fate. You can't avoid everything. But some things don't have to be a confrontation. Why you can... Yeah, some things have, can, can like, definitely can be avoided. Like, like that, 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 that,
not to cut you off, but like that definitely could have been avoided. Like you said, the cops, these cops don't have they didn't they didn't grow up with no people, no black people around them. They are in fear of black people because what they seen on TV and they and, and what they have been taught, not only through their family and through the police academy too as well. And like you said, these cops be young as hell, so they automatically are already scared. And if somebody shoot at them, most likely a black guy, they they trying to kill. And the fact that I didn't like the fact that he got he got he got shot too many times, it was just really weird. It's like man. Man, 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 man. So, uh, yeah. like you said, it's gotta be, it's gotta be education. We gotta be. I'm not saying walk around and act like we gotta be, you know, you know, give in to these people, uh, law, give in to these people, stuff like that. But just be mindful that that's on their mind and, they, and they're already scared of us, and that we can move a certain way and be educated to where as though we can make it back home, because it's that real. We have to be mindful enough to like, yo, this cop is scary. This person might do that. This person, whatever. Just make it back home. We could try to do it as much as we can just to make it back home safe to our families. By any means, we have to be educated enough and be, especially when it comes to laws and just cops, we got to be aware of stuff like that. So um, that's pretty much it on that on that subject. Um, Because we can go on hours for that subject. The next subject, uh... Is Nipsey Hussle, man. Nipsey Hussle, my man. Nipsey Hussle, man. I want to say this is the reason why we kind of started this podcast. Uh, is because of Nipsey Hussle. Um, I don't do this for nothing. Um, it's a lyric to one of uh, Nipsey Hussle's songs and stuff like that. Um, so we um, we kind of made this podcast. I want to say the memory of Nipsey Hussle, but we kind of he kind of motivated us to. Uh, you know, follow our dreams and, and, and actually take action and do stuff now and why wait? So when Nipsey Hussle, uh, we was already planning on doing a podcast, but when Nipsey Hussle passed away last year, it kind of made us like, yo, now we really actually got to do it, right, bro? Yeah. I, I put, now, I forget what song it was. I remember us just being there and I remember the lyric to the song and the instinct of the podcast. At first, that was going to be the name of the episode we was going to do. Yeah. And then it kind of just it, it kind of just turned into the name of the whole podcast and like saying that you don't do this for nothing means that you have a higher not a higher purpose but you, you have a valid purpose of why you want to do stuff. Definitely. It was definitely around that time. It was definitely around that time of his uh of his untimely demise that a lot of ideas going sound when stuff like that happens you either go into a dark space or become confused because he, he's like one of our brothers we all black men come from the motherland at the end of the day so when that happened to Nipsey it, it, if that didn't create an idea for you because sometimes when stuff happens like that you think about what the person will want you to do yeah you don't want to be an opportunist you want to kind of live through their name yeah yeah and so, so like some people they start selling stuff you know <laughs> and getting money and all for them. but for us it's like okay you don't I, I really don't do this part. This, this is why I'm doing this. And then, since he was so creative and ahead of his time, he can help us be the same way. So, definitely. You know, rest in, yeah, rest in peace to you know Nipsey Hussle. That's 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 gonna be that's that's gonna be a great loss forever. That's not something that's gonna be like you know just done with in a few years or some time. But 
people probably forgot yeah because it was going on but I remind myself at least once a week of his purpose here once you know somebody else's purpose and they're not here you start living differently I would say definitely like, you know I mean you start you start living differently like you know I can't say I lived the same since Nipsey Nussle passed away I mean before he passed away I probably was living how I was living going whatever was suitable for myself but once that happens to somebody of that accolade you start you start looking and living differently and look it's my opinion but if you don't start living differently after that then I don't really know what to tell you yeah, cause that was like that was like a crucial time when it happened, and it, and we had got we had actually got that that lyric from um hustle and motivate, hustle and motivate. Okay. Yeah. I don't do this for nothing. Uh, uh-huh. when I grind, uh, it's like it's kind of like I would say like kind of like the hook or the bridge in that part in that song. So like yeah. Yeah, I want to say that yeah, cause that's because I know it wasn't an exact lyric, but I know it was it was a breakdown part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, it just came to me that time. Yeah, my brother, my king Shizzy actually came up with my brother. He definitely came up with the um the name for this podcast, and it was that, and it was from Nipsey Hussle's song. So yes, yeah, rest in peace, Nipsey man. We never, we never ever gonna forgive you. We gonna definitely keep the marathon going in our own way, and we definitely gonna keep your name alive. And you definitely sparked a lot of ideas and motivation that was already in us, but you added, you activated, and you added on more to us. So and your timely demise said that you that that happened. But it motivated us, um, your life, it motivated us to the next level to actually start doing certain stuff. So, rest in peace, Nipsey Hussle, man. We're going to move right on to the next topic. Um, Another, uh, you know, talking about rest in peace and stuff like that, we just got the news that um, Andre Harrell just passed away. Like, um, today is March, what? Not March. (laughs) I keep saying March. I keep getting this month messed up. Today's, uh, what? May, uh, April 9th. No, no, I'm tripping. May 9th. <laughs> all right. We all off. We, time's going by so fast. We all off. Today is, uh, so it's, May, it's Saturday, May 9th. I got you. Yeah, Saturday, May 9th, 2020. Andre Harrell just passed away. I don't know. He passed away to something in the morning, but, um, we just got that. We just got that news, man. Want to touch on yeah, that real quick? Um, yeah, Andre Harrell was, you know, he died when he was 50. Nine, he was born to be sixteen. Um, of course, he was a starter of Uptown Records. That was responsible for Diddy's career. Um, he was responsible for mostly who Diddy is now, outside of what Diddy did for himself. Um, he's responsible for acts, uh, you know, like uh, Christopher Williams. Responsible for acts like Heavy D. So I mean, uh, another music mogul is you know going from us unfortunately another black music mogul I mean because when you talk about black music Andre Harrell is you're going to throw him in there somewhere definitely now, I was just watching a lot of a lot of the you know hip hop stuff that people might have on with that YouTube and Netflix and stuff like that and when you hear Andre Harrell you like damn like you know who that is you know what that stands for definitely so I'm, you know just Many prayers to his family and close friends in this time. And yeah, man, because that's that's crazy. Those stuff is happening too fast, and it's really iconic. Like you know, these people who responsible for certain people's careers. You know, uptown uptown records. You had, you, you, 
if you're an old head and you think about Uptown Records, you think about Heavy D, you think about Father MC, you think about, um, think about Fat Boys at the, at the later end of their career, out the deep stuff. Um, you think about some parts of Genuine and how some of his music, even though he was mainly with Timbaland, yeah. some of that music, so you think about people who, when these documentaries come out two years later, or 20 years later, you know, Andre Harrell, that's, yeah, that's, that's going to be tough for a while. Yeah, man. <laughs> it's like as black people, we got to get past all of these iconic deaths little by little, so we I know, like 2020, man. 2020, man, we lost a lot of people. We lost a lot of people in general just out in our black community when it comes to hip-hop and just stuff that people that we grew up on. Yeah, Andre Harrell, um, I think he passed away like somewhat in the morning, like late morning somewhere. He definitely was um, iconic. Um, Helped a lot of people, man. Uh, Was a founder and CEO, like you said, of Uptown Records. Um, I think he passed away from a heart attack. Um, he, like you say, he was responsible for Diddy Career, uh, Mary J. Blige, Jodeci, and like a bunch of other people, man. And, um, I just was watching this interview on, on Breakfast Club. He just was on Breakfast Club, if I'm not mistaken. I just was watching him not too long ago. And um, it's just sad, man, that we keep losing like our mind, the most iconic people that is in our culture that started all these people that we look up to now. And um, so we, I, I want to touch on another subject. Um, before we end on this, um, another rest in peace. Uh, Little Richard just passed away, man. Little Richard just passed away um, at the age of 87, man. Oh, man. Like, man, if er- er- everybody, er- I don't know, young or old, man, everybody should know who uh, Little Richard is, man. Like, <laughs> he he's definitely was monumental and a legendary uh, rock and roll pioneer, man. Um, I thought Rich, I thought Little Richard, my personal opinion, was gonna live forever. Like he 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 lived through every decade. He had stories from like Frankie Lyman. He was there when he started rock and roll. He he started rock and roll. One of the black and he was black too. He was a black rock and roll person who actually started rock and roll. What's your thoughts on, on Little Richard, man? Like you said, bro, that's like Little Richard also that was eighty seven, like that's don't give you really think we think it's gonna live forever. Like you don't think about people like that going into the next phase of life, the year, you know. Rest in peace to Little Richard too. That's the, the, the architect of rock and roll. So <laughs> he's in the lines of like like he always calls himself the architect of rock and roll. So it's like Yeah. Some people would say, you know, you know, white people did this, that and the other when it came to rock and roll. They they got their sound from that black culture of music. So when people think about Little Richard, and his career got started around about 1950. So that's like, that's how you mentioned Frankie Lama. It kind of goes into the doo phase, and then it goes into, you know, Muddy Waters and Muddy Walker and Hollywood. Think about, you know, based off the movie Test Records, you think about stuff like that. And then you think about, um, there was another guy, too. Uh, Kenny something I forget his name he just got a lot of people that was like you know rock and roll architect everybody look it is what it is I'm just gonna my opinion everything is that just wasn't it we most people would think Elvis you got a huge Elvis fan shout out to y'all but Little Richard was where it's at that's where they got the from right like you said he was an architect like 
Yeah, like the architect, the one to kick those sounds together to create a sound called rock and roll. Yeah. And rock and roll. Rock and roll to me was just beat it up. Rock and roll to me was set up on the and do I. Say it again for the people one oh, time. The rock and roll was set at do up and on B, but it was just set at the drum added. Yeah. Because if you listen to R B, it's mainly harmonica, it's mainly piano. Um if you listen to R B it's mainly harmonica. Harmonica, piano, saxophones, trumpets, when you hear R and B. But when you hear rock and roll, the trumpet is sped up. Um, the, the saxophone can only be sped up for so much. Yeah. You know, it's played twice, slightly quicker, and you add some drums, you got rock and roll. Now, where they got the name from, I don't know. But you know, rock and roll, if, if, if people think about this real quick, you got, uh, you got Man Joby, um, like uh Yeah, that's why I pray, man. Rest in peace, man. To Andre Harrell and Little Richard, man. Like you said, I just pray that people realize, you know, they, they got the flower. I pray that people got their flowers before they passed away and they got to live their full life that they wanted to live. And even if they didn't reach all their goals, they got to just be the legend that they are. So rest in peace to Andre Harrell, man, and um, Little Richard. So we speaking of music, we gonna jump right into the music. Um. This like your favorite topic that you wanted to talk about. So I'm gonna let you start off with the music. Anything you want to? It could be anything. It could be anybody you want to talk about music, just music in general. I just pick off after you. Um, for me, I think that people have forgotten about music because I mean, this is when, this is when me and you were good together. I remember you posted something on Instagram, um, in your story. You asked did people listen to go, go ahead. Go ahead. I think I think for some people, people, people listen to albums. I remember you asked one day on an Instagram story, like that people still listen to albums. So I don't think people do no more. I think people from albums that they want to hear, and based on what's like popular to the ear, and then they go off that. Yeah, like I said, I yeah. On my Instagram like, story, uh, I did definitely say, like, yeah, do people listen to albums anymore? I don't think people listen to albums anymore. I don't think people do this. We've seen it a lot on social media where people like, oh, um, the recent album that just came out, on one of my favorite artists that she put me up the weekend, I remember people were saying, like, oh, yeah, that album cool, they ain't got too many slow songs. But it was just showing that people didn't know history. People didn't know music. People didn't and how music even got started. Yeah, sorry, y'all. We had a difficult trying to get it right. Um, what were you picking up at? What were you saying? Last thing you said? Yeah, I was picking up on where pretty much uh, people didn't really listen to music. Like, you know, I was listening to one of um, one of my favorite artists, The Weeknd, that you, that you had put me on, like, back in 2011, 2012. It was,
was like I was seeing like a lot of people people didn't even mention it they didn't say it everything's now back then it used to be music but everything now is what's popular to the ear like if it's not people try to find these respect to every artist that's working but people try to find these weird underground mainstream don't nobody know type of artists and put them on a platform of people who have created great successes in music like i've heard of a lot of different artists and i've, I've seen people put up top 10 albums of the year uh before 20 before the 2019 ended and half of these artists i've never heard of but it has to be a specified reason on where we, we don't hear of certain artists i just think that some people too put too much emphasis on different music so they just kind of let it go yeah my thoughts on that same thing like people like people man it's already a big generational gap between you know gener generation within our community already and it, and it kind of spilled over to the music because back then when we was younger we had people that was like our fan members or people that was older than us like yo this is this music yo this, this is this music yo this person this yo this came from this hey go to hey, hey. Right, back then we grew up we was we was uh grateful enough to grow up on uh being around dj and being around people who had actually had records and stuff like that so like we had like music training like nobody nowadays nobody really have no music training these young people that listen to the music like you said they try to find an artist that's on a lower level that didn't even do no work yet that didn't even hear no music before this and they try to put them up there with drake or something like that and stuff like that and um there's no there's no there's no there's no music training no more there's no sitting down listening to whole albums like back then we was listening to whole albums because we, we was listening to cassette tapes we had to listen to whole albums so like we was kind of like <laughs> that, that we, we were growing up we, we had to listen to whole albums and we had to hear what was being said and what, and what um, uh, most of the time it was, it was a story being told or it was connection to another song or stuff like that so if I missed this part of a song I didn't really understand the story so like it's a, it's, a, it's a big connection. It's a big, it's a big, uh, I would say not connection. It's a mis, misconnection somewhere, a disconnection somewhere, I would say, between the cultures and the, and the young people with the smile and then pass on the music to the next person. Like, yo, this this music hot. Like I said, like, we grew up on DJ and like block parties and like, you know, people actually mixing music and stuff like that. So that's how I feel, man. That's like one of the things I feel about the music, man. Pertaining to that topic right there. Anything else you want to add? Yeah, people out there, man, listen to the albums. You know, if you got to, I'm not saying everybody has to be a, a musical genius, but you know, listen out for the instruments, listen out for the samples and stuff that I do. I think, like you said, bro, because people are, you know, they're brought up differently with music. Right now, it's just beats and, you know, what I call hubba the hubba. You can just pump your elbows real fast and <laughs> you, you can turn up and it just gets you going. And, you know, respect to any artist that's feel like that's there because any artist got their own craft of music. So what we think is whatever he might think that's the best he or she might think that's the best thing in the world. And, you know, everybody's a worker when it comes to music because we don't know how much they put into it. So respect to the people who put stuff into their music. When it comes out, it might sound like anything. But when they when they in that studio, when they put it together, it's different for them. But I I just, I would hope that people will start to listen to albums more all the way through. And you was talking about the weekend album. What's my said about the weekend album? 
they said that the only song that they liked, it was a few people that said that the only song that they liked was Heartless. Um, Heartless. <laughs> <laughs> because it was fast and it was whatever and see me if anybody know me I like fast paced music too but if it's a catchy mellow a lot of my favorite songs on the album are actually slower yo that's so talking about like, that like you, you said know, like that that's that's where that connection went wrong at. people just trying to listen to one song that they can relate to but then they feel like they can turn up to like the hub and hub of the shit you talking that they can turn up to and they try to make it for, for stuff like that. They try to make every music to be a turn up music. Every music is not that. And that's the reason why I think um, we can put that song out first. Yeah. Because so you if you put catch- Until I Bleed It Out, nah. Yeah, if you, if you put Until I, I Bleed It Out or Alone Again, then it's like, you know. It wouldn't have got, it wouldn't have got attention. It, it, it wouldn't have got the same attention because a lot of his songs was like, okay, cool. I think that people are kind of ungrateful when it comes to music because this is really it, there is some good music out here that's still it's still some suitable music out here that's happening remember back in the day when uh j cole born center first came out and everybody just knew she knows she knows yeah yeah and everybody was like remember that person acts is like oh man I ain't got no turn yeah. i ain't really here i ain't i ain't hear no turn up song that was so the that only was that was the only See, I still don't. Te- I don't know what Born Center is about. I don't. So I'm trying to figure out. I'm still trying to decode Born Center. I mean, because you're still trying to decode Born Center. Folks, I don't even know what she knows is about. So if people try to relate to that song, they're trying to relate because they think it's about a chick. I don't even know what that song is about. <laughs> I don't know. We music genius. I'm just trying to figure out. Maybe if I go listen to it again, but like, but off the rip, that song is like a double entendre album. That whole album is. I don't even know what he's talking about. Yeah, and, and that's the part me the people basically like people forget about the instruments. People forget about who sampled a song. I can almost instantly tell you who sampled a song, almost instantly tell you the year it came out, who had the beat before that person had the beat, who the song was originally supposed to be written for in the beginning. Like, you know, and then stuff you put me on was certain things. So it's like I don't I don't I don't I don't, I don't think that people understand like music. Music is It's supposed to be like a way of life You know back in the motherland Music was a way to send signals Or for celebration Or for even death sometimes You know by the time it got here It was just oh What's popular Sometimes people try to be too popular Or too different And you can have But some people are just too different <laughs> don't put don't put this album in my face because it got good sounds and this motherfucker came out 2011 excuse my expression and you put him in my face in 2020 and he's got a good sound like for me a good artist is consistency through work there's no way like real right consistency through work i have to listen to the album over like different ways there's no way like you said somebody can tell you like yo this album crazy but like for you, it might be crazy because you're younger than me, and that and that he's speaking to that demographic of people. But for me, I just can't listen to a new artist because I have to. It's it's steps it's, it's for me to go through this. I have to um, listen to the album. I don't, I don't just listen to single. I gotta listen to the whole album like a bunch of times. Um, I have to live with the album before I actually love it. And I, another thing you were speaking on how people was ungrateful. People were really ungrateful, like. With the um, 
what's the guy named Jay Electronica has, has dropped his album. I don't hear, that, that joint was actually hot. Like him and Jay-Z was like, that joint was actually good. And I don't really hear nobody really talking about that joint. I feel like people was ungrateful in that. And like, uh, he was getting criticized. Like, yo, you came out joint with, uh, not, you came out of your first album with Jay-Z and, and, uh, we, we, we don't want to hear no, um, we don't want to hear nothing about, uh, uh, your, your, your religion and stuff like that. Like, I appreciate the art. Like he was talking about, I appreciate the time that you put into this stuff. Like, even if it wasn't really up to par, it, it still fits my criteria better than the shit that's out here right now. Like, excuse my language. It's, it's better than the shit that's out here right now. Yeah, I, I mean, but look, I'm, I'm gonna just have my opinion real quick. People criticize the Jay Electronica album because that was his first album with Jay-Z. Uh, that was his first album, period. It took him a long time to come out. He should have been did this. Nobody want to hear Jay-Z. Nobody want to come out first. Nobody want to hear about your religion. You know what it is? People don't want to fucking think. Now, if, if, if Blueface dropped right now, people going to lose their mind. It's not a favorite artist of mine. Not a favorite artist of mine. I think the music is 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 is, is, is mediocre. It's probably less than mediocre. But it's everybody that, has that their demographic of people. Not for my yeah. For me, not. But but then that goes back to the eras of people. You know, after every nothing was, well, nothing was appreciated. Nothing is really. I don't know. I just I just hope that in due time. This quarantine and this everything that people going through, whatever the government's orders are, this gave people more time to listen to albums, go back and listen to some stuff. Yeah, if you're, I told, I, yeah. If you're a young <laughs> person me. and you quarantine right now, please go listen to albums that came before this. If you if you love Young Thug, go listen to Lil Wayne album. You might say listen yeah. to the Carter too. You might want to listen to the Carter too. I definitely might want to listen to the Carter too. You definitely might want to listen to like Wayne's Route 3 and stuff like that. The hair where Young Thug got his cadence from the hair where Baby picked up after that, off that. So we're going to end it right here, man. We can go on all day about the music. <laughs> like we, we, we can we can have a whole a whole episode about the music, man. And I feel like we won't really definitely talk about albums. We're going to give our reviews because next time I definitely want to get my review on uh people albums that came out and stuff like that and um so y'all man we, we we hope y'all stay safe out there man we're gonna keep coming to y'all give y'all a higher perspective and um we always open for y'all to talk about different topics and um you know you know different feet i'm open to we open to feedback man and we don't we don't we, we don't do this for nothing man we don't get on here for nothing we don't wake up every day for nothing man we live life yeah. man it's your boy successful bless man your boy Suave Sound, aka King Shitty Suave. You know, um, Instagram Suave, uh, S A U V E, four dashes. It's like a long underscore, but it's four dashes. Gmail, Sean King, four nine three at gmail.com. Definitely open for people's opinions and reviews and any topics you might want to hear, stuff that we didn't touch on yet, stuff that we maybe skipped over or forgot. You know, we definitely open to us. You know, we, we don't do this for nothing, but we definitely do this for the people. Definitely, man. Cecil, bless while I'm saying we out, man. Boy. Ah. <laughs>